Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. difficult. Um, no words can describe how difficult it was. Uh, my sister had to leave her husband. I left a lot of um, friends. A lot of my male friends are now um, in the military and kind of fighting to support um, not just our city but the whole of the country. A lot of my friends and colleagues still in Kiev and I have no connection with them. I don't know what's happened to them, especially those who were in Borodyanka and Derpin because they totally shut down. There's no cities anymore. I'm here in Russell Airport. The Ukrainian ambassador is due to arrive a little bit later on. There's a big consignment going out from Russell Airport. Sean Boyce, thank you for inviting me down here today. Can you describe where we are at the moment and what we're seeing? You're very welcome to Russell Air Harbour as always, Alan. We're just overlooking the port here and the Stena Horizon has not long docked and uh, some more Ukrainian nationals have uh, started to be welcomed into Russell Air Harbour and indeed Ireland. Um, so as I say, we're overlooking the port. People have come through their uh, department checks with uh, social protection, immigration, etc. And then they've come up to the terminal building to us where we have a, a one-stop shop for them, I suppose, where they can pick out some items of clothing, uh, some food and some essentials before they head off to their assigned accommodation uh, throughout the country. And many people have made their way through already, Sean? Uh, exact figures wouldn't be to hand at the moment, Alan, but we've definitely seen 1,500 pass through ourselves in the, in the last few days. This is uh, only going on, I suppose, since last Thursday. So we've had quite a number of people come through and all uh, very happy to see us and welcome to be given in Rosslare and Wexford. And the scale of the operation taking place here in Rosslare, how big is it at the moment? Very big at the moment Alan, I'm so happy to say that so many people have donated so much, whether it be cash donations, clothes, toiletries, food, whatever it is and then the local uh, team here in Rosslare Harbour assisted by lots of volunteers through the Wexford Volunteer Centre have mobilised and are sorting through the donated items in several sorting centres in Rosslare Strand and Murntown and Wexford Town and here in Rosslare Harbour and that all then gets fed down to the free shop that's uh, located in the port and also we have a free shop for the residents uh, in Hotel Ross Lair um, so quite a big operation quite quite a lot going on lots and lots of people involved and lots of volunteers on the ground So your role then are you coordinating it Sean or what, what is your official role? Yeah coordinator I suppose Alan uh, I saw a need uh, the moment I heard that we had uh, people arriving in uh, last Wednesday evening and Thursday uh, I, I suppose I realised that something was going to have to be done and obviously we're a, we're a port village so lots and lots of people coming through and we can't just have them coming in and you know waving at them as they head up off the road we'd like to give them the Irish welcome that they deserve and uh, just give them a little bit of a start I suppose in, in, in their life here in Ireland for however long it may be so yeah. I spoke to Gerard Carty uh, Councillor Carty and uh, I suppose with his assistance and Wexford County Council set up an impromptu committee here and that's very very quickly uh, spiralled into all of the community groups across County Wexford really feeding into us and, and I'm coordinating the effort here locally. So what are the plans here so people are coming here we're in a, a hotel Rosslare so many people are currently in there as we speak. Uh, we have about 70 residents in hotel Rosslare at the moment and the guys are renovating some more rooms there to make some more room uh, space for, for additional uh, Ukrainian nationals coming in mm. uh, so we'd get up to about 80 there and then there are some uh, local B&Bs who've taken in families there's friends and relatives of, of people who are coming from Ukraine who have organised their own private accommodation mm. but uh, the needs are, are rising all the time and um, <clears throat> there are people heading 
heading you know to West Clare to, to, to Kerry to Cork to Limerick so right. um, they're being housed all over the country you know. And are people many people taking up the opportunity to, to house them here in Wexford? Yeah, lots of people have registered with, with the Red Cross and have uh, expressed an interest with, with Wexford County Council and indeed with ourselves I have a, a database here of local uh, volunteers willing to take in people but obviously we have to be careful with uh, to do that in the right way and through the, the right agencies and make sure everybody is kept uh, kept safe. And is there a lot of coordination with Angarda Chicana and the Port Authorities here as well? Absolutely yeah I'm meeting uh, very regular with David O'Sullivan who's the Detective Inspector in charge of the immigration side of things here in Rossler Harbour and uh, indeed with, with Frank Nail and Carl Furlong the lads here on the ground as well so great great cooperation from from the the, the agencies uh, from the state and yeah. you know and Wexford County Council, Jerry Mackey is involved and uh, indeed the Wexford Volunteer Force are giving us great help as well. I'll come back to you in a second but Anna is here now. How are you Anna? Hello, um, nice to kind of um, meet you all. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support that was provided uh, to my family and the rest of the families. Um, it's been great so far. Um, spectacular. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who is supporting us. What was your journey like and what part of, uh, can you tell us what part of Ukraine you've come from? Of course. Um, so I'm personally from Odessa as well as the rest of my family. Yeah. And um, kind of we had to stand up and go as we what we had. So we didn't come by car or plane or anything. We came by trains and buses, turning through the whole Europe until we came here by ferry. Right. So was that a very difficult thing to do? Have you left people behind then? It was difficult. Um, <laughs> no words can describe how difficult it was. Um, my sister had to leave her husband. I left a lot of um, friends. A lot of my male friends are now um, in the military and kind of fighting to support um, not just our city, but the whole of the country. Yeah, Odessa is very close to Mariupol, isn't it? We're, we're just under ferocious bombardment at the moment. Have you, have you friends in Mariupol? Yes, um, I do. Like I have uh, friends all over um, and yeah, it's quite close and uh, the situation is hard. Like uh, we ha- heard the bomb um, explosions and everything uh, from the first day of war. That's what we woke up from. And Anna, um, what were you working at? What were you doing before you came here? I mean, what is your career path? Um, back at home, I worked for an American company as a dispatcher, logistics dispatcher, yeah. Right, so your, your whole career is packed and you left everything behind you? Yes, we left everything. I actually had to leave my uh, dog and my like my my, my pets. It's, uh, it's, tough. it's hard. Yeah, it, it is tough. Right. And was there a corridor open for you to leave, or was it just up and go? It was up and go, up and go, because uh, we received a, a call from our friends that are on the outskirts of the town where we live in uh, Odessa, and they told us that the Russian troops are coming in, and we have to flee right now. And so we just got up and left. Have you managed to make contact with the people still back there to see how they are? Um, the contact is scarce, especially with the um, guys that are in the military right now. Right. Actually, I have a small story. It just I find it so heartbreaking. Obviously, they can't uh, tell us much uh, about what is going on because of the security issues. But uh, I kind of like asked them like where are they sleeping because um, the spring is quite cold in Ukraine, and they told me that the sky and the stars are really beautiful, meaning that they have to sleep outside. Yeah, and then food shortages as well. That's a worry as well, isn't it? Yeah. But Odessa has prepared, and they, 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 as we speak, they have yet attacked. They have yet to attack there, haven't they? 
Yeah, it's not uh, as fully destroyed as some of the other cities like Kiev and Mariupol, of course. But yeah, it's kind of all in, on the outskirts, okay. but still. My name is Tatiana. And Tatiana, can you tell me what your journey was like and where you came from? Oh, I come from Kiev region near Irpin, small village. And we moved uh, from Irpin to Kirovograd, where my parents live, and then to border through all the Europe and arrive on a boat from to here, to Roslar Harbor. And of course, Kiev has been almost encircled, almost but very little encircled. breakthrough at the moment. Yeah, but um, a lot of my friends and colleagues still in Kiev and I have no connection with them. I don't know what's happened to them, especially those who were in Borodyanka and Irpin because they totally shut down. There's no cities anymore. So you have people left back there at the moment yeah. and you don't yeah. know what's happened to I them? I don't know. I ask in all my friends. I ask volunteers in Kiev and in Kirovograd region where my parents live because they're huge base for people moving abroad from Kiev, from Nikolaev, from Odessa region. Yeah. They Nearly all of them pass through our city. So my flat, flat of my parents right now in Kirovograd like a base for temporary stay for those people who stay there. And is your hope to get back to where you lived I mean is this for you do you see this as temporary or do you think that this are you you just taking it one day at a time you see when you get up and you're so whole in in your yard and no water it's just a basin appeared I'm not sure that I want to return back but I definitely want to is that what you saw is that what happened yeah it was first night of the shot tell me what happened it was shedding and we get up and get out of our house and see that huge hole in the middle of the yard right you couldn't live in that my neighbors husband immediately moved to Terra Barona, such called uh, security protection, not for military. And she just take kids and go to Poland where they have friends. And I was staying for a couple days because we need to organize and to help the older people to move somewhere because they have no support at that time. Have you still got male relatives back there then? No, all my relatives here now. All your relatives are here. Доброго дня. Хочу подякувати Ірландії і всім людям, які нам тут прийняли. So it's a big hello from Svetlana. She's here with her family as well and she's saying that um, she never expected to be welcomed so warmly here and she really appreciates everything that being done for us. Uh, Anna, can you ask Svetlana where she came from? Because we've already heard of Kiev and Odessa. Yeah. Could you ask her what part and why she had to leave in the first place? Okay, uh, so Svetlana is from, uh, from Vinitsa and uh, she's advising that the airport has been bombed and the biggest in Europe um, TV um, station has been bombed as well. And yeah, she was forced because uh, she was in, in immediate danger. She had to leave straight away. Look, Sean, I'm going to leave here now, but this is only really beginning, isn't it? Yeah, we, we see it as the very thin end of the wedge, Alan. You know, um, the, the numbers are growing. We have a bigger ship. We've another ship on Thursday now, and we have a bigger ship again on uh, Saturday coming in. So, look, Alan, we're here for the long haul. Um, we, we, we don't really know what we're facing into, but we're happy to, to take it as it comes, really, mm-hmm. and uh, very, very happy to help. And I suppose you got some of the, 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 the gratitude there from the people, um, and we're, we're trying to just assist them as much as we can, you know?
Згинуть наші вороженьки, як роса на сонці запанує, і ми, братя, у своїй сторожі. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.